Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of the Locked On Yankees podcast. You can find me on Twitter at StaceGots or at the Locked On Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. We also have a Google voicemail set up. You can call 845-445-7455. You can ask questions or leave comments about the Yankees or about the podcast. We just ask that you refrain from using profane language. So far, so good. So thank you for that. (laughs) Again, the number is 845-445-7455. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. Today, we're recapping last night's 10-7 win over the Twins which gives the Yankees another series win. And we'll be previewing the upcoming series at Fenway Park against the Red Sox, which starts tonight, because what are off days again? But before we start, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Postmates. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So download the Postmates app and use the code LOCKEDON. The Yankees prevailed in another slugfest at Target Field last night, 10-7. More home runs were flying out of that ballpark, which is definitely not fishy at all. The teams combined for six home runs last night. Jay Happ gave up two. Nestor Cortez gave up one. Jake Odorizzi gave up two. And Devin Smeltzer gave up one. Sorry for the delay. I had to look up his first name. Wow, he was born September 7th, 1995. I was 21. I was in Oswego. I was probably drunk. No, I wasn't. No, yes, I was. (laughs) You know how I know I was drunk? Okay. I remember that September 4th was a Monday because it was our sweet mate's birthday and we hung out with her and her family because it was Labor Day and we didn't have classes. So that means the 5th was a Tuesday, the 6th was a Wednesday, and the 7th was a Thursday. And your girl didn't schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes that entire semester. I only went to class on Tuesday, Thursday. It was like a 9 to 5 job. From 9 to 5.30, I had classes. And I went out a lot that semester because of that. So if you're a college student listening to this, I highly recommend that schedule if you can swing it. (laughs) No, don't listen to me. I'm a bad influence. Okay, so let's get to the game recap. Minnesota struck first, but that never matters because the Yankees have the best record in baseball when their opponent scores first. The Yankees just keep on winning games like that. So while it's annoying to see the starter give up runs before his opponent, just know that when it happens, the Yankees usually win those games. So this time, Minnesota scored two in the first because J-Hap can't help himself. For the love of God, he gave up a home run to Eddie Rosario. Of the two-run variety because Nelson Cruz singled right before Rosario. And what was annoying about that home run and that single is that Hap had two outs. In the top of the second, Edwin Encarnacion doubled, and he nearly got thrown out. It was like voodoo magic that he actually was safe. 
he kind of stretched a hit into a double that he probably shouldn't have. Someone faster than him could have, but anyway, he made it. He was safe. Then Didi Gregorius doubled to score Encarnacion. Gleyber Torres walked. Gio Urshela hit a fly ball to center field, which advanced Gregorius and Torres to third and second, respectively. Then Mike Tachman hit a triple, which was a really strange play. Um, <laughs> Gregorius and Torres scored. Austin Romine hit a sack fly to get Tachman in. DJ LeMayhew walked. Aaron Judge was called out on strikes. And that's how the Yankees scored four runs in the top of the second. In the bottom of the second, Marwin Gonzalez started things off with a ground out. Then Luis Reyes walked. Jonathan Scope singled that pain in the ass. He's a pain in the ass wherever he goes. He was a pain in the ass when he was on the Orioles. <laughs> and now he's a pain in the ass on the Twins. So anyway, Reyes gets to third. Then Jake Cave, remember him? He hit a sack fly to score Reyes. And then Mitch Garver flied out to left to end the inning. In the top of the third... Another big one for the Yankees. Aaron Hicks led things off with a home run. Encarnacion struck out. Didi Gregorius struck out on a foul tip. Then Gleyber Torres hit his 20th home run of the season, which gives him back-to-back seasons of 20 or more home runs. And he's the fourth player in baseball history, I believe, was the picture I saw on TV, to do that at 22 years old. So he's in very good company. And then Gio Urshela hit his 20th double of the season. Then Tockman struck out swinging to end the inning. The bottom of the third was a clean one for Hap. Three up, three down. Good job. Top of the fourth, Austin Romine singles. DJ LeMayhew grounds into a force out. So Romine was out at second. LeMayhew was safe at first. Aaron Judge hit a single, which advanced LeMayhew to third. Aaron Hicks singled, which scored LeMayhew, moved Judge to second. Encarnacion lined out to Jake Cave in center field. Didi Gregorius hit his triple, which scored both Aaron's. <laughs> and Gleyber Torres struck out swinging. In the bottom of the fourth, Miguel Sano walks. Then Marwin Gonzalez hits a home run. Because again, J-Hap can't help himself. Areas hits a single. There's a mound visit. Jonathan Scope singles. There's another mound visit. Jake Cave grounds out. And then they finally take Hap out of the game. Hap's final line. Three and a third innings pitched, six runs on six hits, two walks, three strikeouts, and those two home runs. Not good. Coming up in segment two, the rest of this game's recap and a preview of the four-game series coming up in Fenway. But first, you can get this show every day by subscribing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. Welcome back. So after they take out Hap, they bring in Nestor Cortez Jr. Mitch Garver hits a sack fly that scores a Reyes, and then he gets Jorge Polanco to strike out swinging. In the top of the fifth, Devin Smeltzer came in to replace Jake Odorizzi. Urshela grounded out. Talkman hit a ground rule double. Romine grounded out. LeMahieu grounded out. So nothing doing there. Bottom of the fifth, Nelson Cruz hits his 22nd home run of the season. Eddie Rosario flies out. Sano walks. Marwin Gonzalez thankfully grounds into a double play to end the inning. So no one scores from then on 
until the top of the ninth, when Edwin Encarnacion hits his 30th home run of the season. Encarnacion! 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 So the Yankees go up 10-7, Aroldis Chapman comes in, he gets Max Kepler to fly out, he walks Mitch Garver, he gets Jorge Polanco to ground into a force out, so Garver's out at second, but Polanco's at first, and then he gets Nelson Cruz to strike out swinging to finish the game. So the final, 10-7. Winning pitcher, Nestor Cortez Jr., Jake Odorizzi takes the loss, Aroldis Chapman gets his 26th save of the season. Not bad for someone who stinks, right, Yankee fans? So the Yankees win another series. They take two of three from the Twins. And what's their reward? They get to go to Fenway for four games to face the Red Sox. Tonight's matchup features Masahiro Tanaka and Rick Porcello. Tanaka has been unbeaten in seven starts. Not that that means he's won all of them, but he hasn't lost. So I think I just jinxed him. Oops. Overall, he's 7-5 with a 4.00 ERA with 98 strikeouts. As for the Red Sox batters and how they do against Tanaka, let's see, they all have pretty big sample sizes. Mookie Betts has the biggest with 43 at-bats, and he's hitting 326 against Tanaka with two home runs and seven runs batted in. So he's a pain in the ass. J.D. Martinez is also a pain in the ass. He only has 18 at-bats against Tanaka, but he has three home runs, eight runs batted in, and he's batting 444. Rafael Devers has a bit of a smaller sample size, 11 at-bats, but he's hitting 455 off Tanaka. And Andrew Benintendi is batting 320 in 25 at-bats with two home runs and two runs batted in. As for Rick Porcello, he's 3-1 and one in his last five starts, but he has a 10.57 ERA over that span. So his team is backing him up with runs. And his last start against the Yankees was that really awful one in London on June 29th when he gave up six runs with only one out. As for the Yankees against Porcello, Brett Gardner has most at-bats against him, 47. He's batting 298 with two home runs and two runs batted in. Edwin Encarnacion has 35 at-bats against Porcello. He has three home runs, eight runs batted in. He's batting at 257 overall. And after that, it's mostly smaller sample sizes. But two of the guys who have large-ish sample sizes against Porcello, if you can say 32 and 31 at-bats are, Didi Gregorius is only batting 188 against Porcello in 32 at-bats, but he has two home runs and four runs batted in. Hicks is only batting 129 in 31 at-bats, but he has three home runs and six runs batted in. Tomorrow night's matchup is James Paxton against the newly acquired Andrew Kashner. Paxton took a loss his last time out, as you recall. He allowed seven runs, four earned, in three and one-third innings to the Rockies. Now, he pitched eight innings of two-run ball against Boston, but that was way back on April 16th. He also struck out 12 and only walked one. So let's see that Paxton instead of the one we saw against the Rockies the other day. As for Kashner, he hadn't given up a home run in his final five starts with the Orioles. Then he was traded to the Red Sox, and he's been taken deep four times in his first two starts. 
and he's facing a team who likes to hit home runs. So it could be a bad thing for Kashner tomorrow night, but who knows? He's 2-5 and five against them overall in his career in 10 starts with a 3.96 ERA. The Red Sox don't have many at-bats against Paxton. The highest is Mookie Betts with 15 at-bats. He's only batting 200, no home runs, no runs batted in. Brock Holt is hitting 429, but only in 7 at-bats with an RBI. J.D. Martinez is hitting 364 in 11 at-bats, no home runs. Uh, Xander Bogarts is the only one to hit a home run off Paxton so far. So, yeah. Oh, I just jinxed him, too. Sorry. <laughs> As for the Yankees against Kashner, the person with the most at-bats against him is Brett Gardner with 21. He's only batting 238. Glaber Torres is batting 462 in 13 at-bats with two home runs and three runs batted in. Let's hope the magic that Glaber Torres has against the Orioles will carry over now that Kashner is wearing a Red Sox jersey. That would be pretty cool. Saturday's matchup features CC Sabathia against Eduardo Rodriguez. It's a 4.05 start, but it's going to be on Yes and Nesson and Fox Sports 1. So it's not exclusively a Fox game? That's strange. Anyway... Sabathia is coming off his horrible loss to the Twins. He gave up six earned runs, seven overall, in four innings. But he notched a quality start against Boston on June 2nd. He threw six innings of three-run ball, and he struck out eight, but it was an 8-5 Yankees loss. Xander Bogarts has 34 at-bats against Sabathia. He's only batting 176, but he's hit two home runs and has four runs batted in. Mookie Betts has 31 at-bats against Sabathia. He has three runs batted in with a 387 average. Eduardo Rodriguez, in his last 11 starts, he's 8-1 with a 3.03 ERA. And at home, he's 5-1 with a 3.83 ERA. Didi Gregorius has the most at-bats against him, 35, and he's batting 314. Brett Gardner has 25 at-bats against Rodriguez, and he's batting 280 with a home run and two runs batted in. Next is Encarnacion with a 261 average in 23 at-bats with one home run and three runs batted in. In the finale on Sunday, which is an ESPN game with a 7.05 start, Domingo Herman will be taking on Chris Sale. Sale is not having a typical season at all. He's 5-9 with a 4.0 ERA, but he has 182 strikeouts. So that's typical. Everything else about his season is not typical, or atypical. It's atypical. He started off the year rough, but he seems to be Chris Sale-like in his most recent starts. Now, against the Yankees this season, he's 0-2 with a 6.55 ERA. So we'll see which Chris Sale shows up. Domingo Herman started that crazy 14-12 win that the Yankees had the other night. He gave up eight runs in three and two-third innings. He last faced Boston back on June 1st. He allowed three runs in three and two-third innings, and he struck out eight. He's looking for his 13th win of the season. Now, the Red Sox don't have a lot of at-bats against him, so it's not even worth mentioning. As for Sale, Aaron Hicks has 27 at-bats against him. He's batting 333 with two runs batted in. Brett Gardner has 22 at-bats against Sale. He's batting 273. Encarnacion has 18 at-bats against Sale. He's batting 333 with three home runs and four runs batted in. So this could be a big series. Right now, the Yankees are 11 games up on the Red Sox in the standings. But with four head-to-head games, a lot can change. 
So the Yankees need to at least win two out of four for me to feel okay. So can you guys do that? That would be really great. Thank you. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So download the Postmates app and use the code LOCKEDON. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. When you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcasts Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate this podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Thursday. Go Yankees, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow.